0: Hey, do you want to learn the ins and outs of the film industry from the experts? Are you hoping to hone your craft? Come to Terminus! Terminus is a conference and festival. It's called the Terminus Conference and Festival. It's a a one-of-a-kind event for emerging creatives in film and gaming. It's June 22nd to 25th, 2017, in Atlanta, Georgia. The heat of summer in Atlanta. So go be in this convention center. Uh, Terminus really is, it's really, it's a cool thing that will, uh, help you hone your craft and to meet lots of industry people. It's perfect for filmmakers, writers, fans looking to grow their careers while also having lots of fun. You can explore educational workshops and all aspects of filmmaking. There are networking opportunities, film screenings, parties, awards, and more. Best of all, listeners to this show can get 25% off of all access badges by using the code Nerdist Writer, all lowercase, N-E-R-D-I-S-T-W-R-I-T-E-R, at checkout. That gives you 25% off all access badges. Go to terminusevent.com, T-E-R-M-I-N-U-S-E-V-E-N-T dot com. Use the code Nerdist Writer and get 25% off all access badges, and enjoy the Terminus conference and festival.
1: Now entering Nerdist.com.
0: Welcome to the Writer's Panel. I'm Ben Blacker, the creator and moderator of the podcast. I created the show because I wanted to talk to other writers about the business and process of writing. I've had more than 500 writers on the show, so please check the archives to find more writers and more TV shows of interest to you. I'm a writer myself, having written for Supernatural, Puss in Boots, and other programs. I have a couple of cool projects out this first quarter of 2017 that I hope you'll check out. One is a supernatural Western comic book series from Boom Publishing that I wrote with my writing partner, Ben Acker, and our friend, the TV showrunner, Andrew Miller. It's beautifully illustrated by Hannah Christensen, and the first issue is available in comic stores and online February 8th. In March comes the first book in a series of young adult novels that Acker and I wrote called Star Wars Join the Resistance. It takes place just before The Force Awakens and is about a bunch of kids who join the fight against the First Order. But mostly they have adventures, fall in love with each other, and get in trouble. I hope you'll check out both of those projects. We're very proud of how they came out. Let me know who you'd like to hear on this podcast by following me on Twitter, at Ben Blacker, like the color only more so, liking the Writer's Panel on Facebook, and visiting writerspanel.tumblr.com. And if you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Reading those reviews really provides a pick-me-up. They write, they talk, and talk about what they write. Tune in, tune in. Whenever the time is right It's the Writer's panel with Ben Blacker And it's starting now Oh yeah! Hi you guys, it's me, Ben. Listen, we're doing something unusual. Uh, generally on this podcast I have, uh, I talked to writers uh, with a breadth of experience. <laughs> writers who have had shows under their belts... Uh, and who have uh, wisdom gleaned from running, creating, or working on those shows. This time, I thought it would be an interesting thing to talk to my friend, Liz Hara. (laughs) Liz has just completed her first week as a professional television writer on a network sitcom. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk to Liz this week, uh, and we're going to revisit Liz as she... Perhaps what will be a wildly successful career in television. Or, as Liz said, let's boyhood this shit. <laughs> and I said, yeah, let's do that. Hi, Liz. Hi. Thank you for being here.
1: I am very excited and a little nervous.
0: Don't be nervous. All right,
1: that's fine.
0: Um, all right, you're working on Life in Pieces. Yep. Uh, and this has been... It's been a process to get you on the show. Yeah. But let's... Let's talk about this week first, and then we'll kind of go back and fill stuff in. Okay. So uh, I got a, a text from you or a phone call from you a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. saying, I got the offer on Life in Pieces. Yep. And then I got a text from <laughs> you last Saturday. We're recording this on the 22nd, 21st of May. Uh-huh. So I got a, a text from you on like the 13th, maybe, of May.
1: Or yes, was 12th? that last week? Yeah, yeah
0: just last week, mm-hmm. saying, I start Monday... <laughs> Where were you living?
1: Uh, so I had been living in Brooklyn, and yeah, that's in New York. It's in New York.
0: The show, the writers' room, is here in is Los Angeles,
1: in LA. Um, so I got the offer. My agents called Wednesday night when I was oh, wow. at dinner, and they told me probably I'd start. Sometime after Memorial Day. Right. And I was like, wow, that's really soon. Two weeks? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's, that's really soon. That's manageable, but uh, scary. Two weeks. Uh, and then Thursday, while I was at lunch, I got an email saying, JK, you start Monday. Um, and I had already had flights booked to visit my family in Minnesota <laughs> right. that weekend. So I have. 17 hours between getting the email with my start date and leaving my apartment with a suitcase.
0: Yeah, with a suitcase. Yeah. Now, you have a few friends here. Yeah. Um, and a friend of ours who had just moved here yep. a couple weeks ago. Yep. Who So she was sort of in like a similar get-settled right. situation as you, which yeah. was lucky. Um, but so you did you start making frantic phone calls? Like, where am I going to
1: sleep on Sunday night? Basically, yes. Just... <laughs> And both Allie and Heidi said that, and my friend Alyssa said that mm-hmm. they could take me in. Um, so I had a couple couch options, which is great. Right. Um,
0: it's not an auspicious way to enter new city yeah. and start a new job. Yeah.
1: And Justin Adler was very kind and said if I needed a few more days to make it, mm-hmm. I could. But honestly, like a few more days wouldn't have really helped logistically and i didn't want to miss the first day of school
0: no i think that's really i think that's smart yeah um and uh you also i mean i think what people don't maybe don't think about is you were coming from new york yeah you didn't have a car right this is los angeles where (laughs) no matter where you live and your show is on the fox lot Mm -hmm. no matter where you live that's going to be a far drive yeah
1: what so, did you do about that? Uh, so my flight from Minnesota got in at eleven thirty at night. Rented a car, and then made it to Allie's. That's like, hilarious. Around one, right? And then I had my first day at work.
0: And you had this rented car all week.
1: Yep. But I just bought a car. And you bought car. a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You bought a car. I yesterday. I bought it yesterday. A Saturday. Yep. <laughs> So funny. All right. So the other text I got from you mm. was, I start Monday. What do I do? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just got a job as a staff writer. Please tell me what that is.
0: Yeah. So before we get into some of that, and I think I had a lot of great advice, but before we get into some of that.
1: <laughs> beautiful. I wept. Yeah.
0: I think you weren't listening. You're so
1: wise. <laughs> um
0: before we get into that, let's, let's sort of you know, set up for the listener. Uh-huh. This is actually not your first TV experience. Right. You had been, uh, what was your job on Sesame, your first job on Sesame?
1: My first job on Sesame, uh, I started as a builder. I started as an intern, as a right. 19-year-old. Um, but, yeah, my background generally is puppet building and specifically costume right. making For the puppets.
0: Right. And then over the years, Mm -hmm. uh, you sort of, you became friendly with the writers, with the head writer, especially at the time. Yeah. Who sort of got you in that room.
1: Yeah. From building, I became a puppet wrangler on Mm -hmm. set and a puppet wrangler (laughs) for the audience. I love putting it on my tax forms. Mm -hmm. I'm like, come at me, IRS. (laughs) Ask me what this is. Um, A puppet wrangler is, uh, we are the people on set who get the puppets ready for every shot. We make sure that everyone is dressed. All the puppets are dressed. The puppeteers, they're on their own. Um, make sure that Don't all the recycle props... do material
0: here. Uh, I want fresh material only. That
1: was, hey, that was off the cuff.
0: <laughs> This is why you got a big shot comedy writing job. Um,
1: yeah, we rig all the props for the puppets. Uh, <clears throat> take care of continuity. We do help the puppeteers, like, manage everything. Um But yeah, so we're like the pit crew for the puppets on set.
0: That's a great way to put it.
1: Um, And then from being on set became... Friends with Joey Mazzarino, who was the head writer at the time, who you interviewed also. Yeah, who
0: you had set me up with to talk to a couple years ago, which was such a fascinating conversation. They were, yeah, they were a great group. So many of them had been there for so long. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, Um, but so that was great. Like Joey got you in there.
1: So Um, right before he left, uh, he kind of threw me under the garage door and got me my first little bit. Yeah. Um, And then I've had a handful of scripts for Sesame now, which are
0: which people should realize, like that's when you talk about scripts for Sesame, that's segments, like that sketches.
1: Right. So I've done uh, three street stories, like the full Mm -hmm. story episode, Um, and then inserts, which are like the Elmo's World segments, or this new segment that we'll be introducing, and I can't talk about yet, but it's so cute. Great. Um, Yeah, so those are the inserts. So
0: you got a few of those in, which is great, and you were in the room, right?
1: Yeah, and then I've gotten to do a couple other... Children's show, right?
0: So you had episodes. some freelance opportunities yeah. um, on a couple of similar sort of like yeah. curriculum-based. Yeah,
1: Odd Squad, right. uh, Nature Cat, which is hilarious. Is that out- And Odd Squad? Is hilarious. Odd Squad dancing. is great.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is Na- is Nature Cat? Is it's, it's also called? PBS. Is that out in the world?
1: Yeah, those. Okay. And I think actually my episodes aired last year. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, you had these experiences yeah. and, and sort of were accumulating uh, a resume yep. and, and uh, experience, mm-hmm. um, and then let's talk about how Life in Pieces happened because it was it's sort of a long process yeah. for you. Yeah.
1: Uh, so my first, okay, actually let's start with uh, me getting my manager. Um, let's yeah, let's go back look, even we, before that. That's right. <laughs> You and I met. <laughs> yeah, let's start there because this is a self-actualizing podcast because <laughs> I found right. about that through this.
0: Yeah, that's right. So so, weird. so you listened to this podcast yep. where you heard about I was teaching a workshop in Italy. Yep. Uh, and you came and did this workshop, yeah. and you were the star student. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank
0: you. Yep. We, but we had a lot of fun. That was the first was year amazing. I did it, yeah. and uh, it was a great group of people, mm-hmm. and we all worked on. Uh, everybody worked on each other's. Yeah. Pi- it was all pilots, right? Yep. We, we did. Uh, uh, and original a sh- was there
1: a sh- was Hatman's a film or a pilot? Oh, his
0: might have been a film, okay. but everyone had their own yeah. projects. That yeah. the, the, like we did it writers' room yeah. style. Um, And that was great. And and we sort of kept in touch. And you you came out of that with a script, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Curiosity is not a comedy.
0: Yeah, that's right. Deeply
1: not a comedy.
0: But you also, you know, you were fully in this puppet world. So talk about what wound up happening after that. What was the sequence of events that led you to ATX?
1: Okay, so yeah, actually, that was just from knowing you. You okay. were talking about ATX, and you encouraged uh, oh, Allie true. and I to apply for the pitch competition. Yes.
0: So ATX Television Festival, yep. which you know I go to every year, which I won't this year. I'm sorry to say. Far. So But they do this big pitch competition mm-hmm. every year, uh, which starts with the hundreds of entries, yep. and you kind of what, what was the process for it? Uh,
1: so you submit a. Like a 90-second yeah. pitch video, um, and then they... For an original right. show.
0: And they did comedy and drama, yeah. right? Any kind of show. Yeah.
1: Um, although I think comedies tend to be more yeah. successful with them. Um,
0: Insider tip. Ooh.
1: <laughs> uh, and then they whittle it down to the top 25, mm-hmm. and I think we submit then... I can't remember if we submitted a longer pitch or a writing sample, Um, and then they picked the top ten from that, and the top ten pitched live. Right.
0: So it's like a two-hour block. There are judges of maybe six, maybe eight of them, maybe even more.
1: it wasn't that. Wasn't that many? I think it was six.
0: It felt like so many. Um, (laughs) So they have this judging panel of Mm -hmm. executives and showrunners, and um, you were in the top Mm ten, and you pitched... Uh, and do you want to talk about the thing that you pitched?
1: Uh, my project was called Bully, mm-hmm. which is a puppet pilot um, that is uh, the historical bromance of Teddy Roosevelt and uh, Taft. And it's basically just Teddy being a dick to Taft. Yeah. Uh, and the other characters are the ghost of President McKinley, right. uh, Alice Roosevelt, Teddy's daughter, and... My favorite character, Boy Nixon, time traveler. <laughs> sure. Um, and so you pitched this. Yep. And you I actually, I showed up with my tiny little puppets that were okay. made out of uh, crushed up newspaper and rubber bands, and uh, one of their bodies was actually just a bag of Rice Krispies. <laughs> uh,
0: and you give what, what? What did they do in the competition? Do you have like a three? You have minute three minutes. minutes. Okay. Yeah. So you did a three-minute pitch, and you won the pitch competition. Yeah,
1: and um, which Allie won the year before. That's right. Um, I only
0: uh, train winners.
1: (laughs) It's true. You're a kingmaker. Yeah, that was exactly. Um, So, yeah, and the winner is assigned a mentor from that panel and given the opportunity to actually pitch that that, project. Yeah, Um, and... Uh, I was very fortunate in that my mentor was Jenny Bix, who is mm-hmm. uh, one of the writers from Sex and the City, among yeah. many other She's projects, great. and a great screenwriter. Um, and her husband Adam Peck was in the audience, and right. uh, he is now my manager. He approached <laughs> me after, and um, did he approach you right after? Uh, pretty much, or like maybe yeah. not right after, but like we, you know, right. we talked and then talked again throughout the festival. That's great, and then met. Um, actually it was crazy because like I, that was in Austin and he wanted to meet with me in Austin, but I had to fly here to LA to audition for a puppetry workshop at Henson.
0: Yeah.
1: So like I asked him if we could meet in LA that next day.
0: (laughs) That's right. So it was
1: just ridiculous.
0: Um, so you got a manager Mm -hmm. that way. Yep. Um. Yes. Go yeah.
1: On. And then he got me in touch with Kristen Newman.
0: Mm-hmm. And Kristen, who was running the Muppets, right at the time, yeah, or had just wrapped it, I yep. guess.
1: Um. So she interviewed me for Muppets, and really liked the yeah. pilot that I'd written for Bully. Um. And we had a great interview over Skype. Um. Oh, but that's right. Muppets sadly did not get picked up for a second season. So she passed me on to Brad Copeland, who is on Life in Pieces. Okay. Um, And that's when I interviewed with him and Barbie Adler last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, But because it was a puppet pilot, everybody's always a little bit wary. Like, she can do that, but can she write for actual human people?
0: Yeah. I mean, this was a big question, right? Mm -hmm. And this is a thing that you knew you were going to be faced with, And and because you had all of this. Uh, children's TV experience, right. and then you wrote this puppet pilot. Yeah, did you have another spec?
1: At that time, I had a spec for uh, it was for Archer. Interesting. Um, oh, and I did have a spec for uh, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment Twenty Three, but I don't think anybody ever right. saw that.
0: And I think most people aren't uh, reading right. specs yeah. of existing exactly. shows. But you didn't have another. original I didn't pilot.
1: have a comedy human original, pilot. Yeah. Or how did you put it? Meat puppets. <laughs>
0: Um. So, they couldn't hire hire you last year, right? Uh, was it because of this concern?
1: Yeah, actually. And when I really? met with Justin this year, he was very explicit, and he he apologized, um, which was sweet but unnecessary. Yeah. Um. But he definitely said that that was his concern. He thought wow. bully was really funny, but but because especially because the thing that he. Was looking for was to make sure that even though the show is very silly, that it is very grounded mm-hmm. in human relationships. Mm-hmm. Like that is what the show is. Yeah. Uh, That's and that what is, he's
0: specifically reading for. Yeah. Also. That, that makes that a lot of sense.
1: Not what Bully was. No. <laughs> so,
0: I mean, that, I would imagine that experience kind of gave you your marching orders for yeah. the next staffing season. Yeah. So, what happened?
1: Uh, so then I wrote a meat puppet pilot. <sighs> Um, and yeah, that was a really fun project that I got to work on. Uh, the premise of that is this character um, who has a lot of anxiety and is terrible at dealing with her own life, uh, after binge watching a bunch of Quantum Leap, decides right. to uh, basically become Sam Beckett and fix the life of whoever their Airbnb renter is in that episode. It's <laughs> a
0: great idea. And also speaks to your love of Quantum Leap. So much. <laughs> All right, so you worked on this, and you had the manager. Yeah. So I imagine you got some feedback from yeah. him. You got feedback from friends. Yep. Um, interestingly, I never read it. Um, at what point did you get an agent? Uh,
1: so it was as I was finishing up *Temperamental*. That was that pilot. Um, it was last November. I... Adam is the one that put me in touch with these guys. They read Bully, and then once they read Temperamental, like, that was, I think, when they uh, signed me, I guess. Okay. Um, and they also had a bunch of notes mm-hmm. on that um, before sending that around. Oh, interesting. Yeah. How, how were their notes? They were great. Like, um, it's a really great agency because they're really small, and everybody seems to kind of be involved in everybody's clients. Um, so it's not just my agent, but also a couple other agents that are really hands-on. Mm-hmm. Um, so they all kind of workshopped it with me, and it was great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, that's. Yeah. It's
0: nice to know the team is behind yeah. you too. So. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then you came back out to meet with Justin.
1: Yeah, and that was in a slew of other uh, just general network meetings. Mm-hmm. Like I'd met with a bunch of people from CBS right. and Sony and NBC. Yeah.
0: You kind of do all those, um, yeah. and I don't know how much we've talked about this on the podcast, but yeah, you—the way that staffing season looks—is mm-hmm. you go meet all the networks, you go meet all the studios, yeah. You tell them which shows you're excited about, yeah. which the answer is all of them, yep, uh, for their specific network. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then, if you're lucky, you get some showrunner meetings as yeah. well. Um, so they, your agents were giving you this push. Yep. Um, they presumably knew about the. Uh, Relationship with right. Life and Pieces already. Right. Yeah. So they did they set up that meeting? Yeah. Or did you? Uh, well, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just show
1: up. I tell them when I'm in LA, and they took care of it.
0: And they sent Justin the new pilot. Yes. Which is great. Yeah. Uh, and he clearly responded to it. So mm-hmm. what was? I mean, it's fresh enough that you can remember what that meeting was like. Uh,
1: it was great, and it was actually really helpful that that meeting was towards the end of the week after like 10 other general network meetings. Mm-hmm. So by then I felt really comfortable interviewing and kind of had the oh, Sesame Street. This is who I right. am. Do, do, do
0: You could tell your story succinctly yeah. and humorously. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but I was really nervous about this meeting because they had already passed on me. Sure. Like he specifically had already told me no. Um, And when I walked in, like, he had a firm handshake and footballs in the corner of the office, and I was just like, I've got nothing to say to you, clearly. You're from Minnesota. Uh, yes, and they do have football in Minnesota. I I was just like...
0: It's the land of firm handshakes and (laughs) footballs.
1: This is true. It's on the state flag. I don't think our football team is any good either. Um, so, but, well, how did that meeting go? It actually was great because yeah. we started. First of all, he's awesome. He's wonderful. Yes, he's not a very good guy. He's not just firm handshakes and footballs. No. Like he uh, is very close with his family, who that show is based mm-hmm. on, um, and I'm very close with my family also. So, like we just got into the burden of being the favorite child. Sorry if you're listening <laughs> to this, TJ. <laughs>
0: Great. That's really funny. Is yeah. that the way it went? That's very funny.
1: Yeah. And just like talking about what a giant baby I am when I go home and make my mom cut up my apples for me. She does it right.
0: Oh my god. You're all horrible. Yeah. Um, I truly am. Well that's great. I mean yeah. that's to be able to come in and not just relate with mm-hmm. the showrunner and be comfortable, but to have these stories yeah. which clearly can be fodder for the show yeah. is really valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, And it seems like that was not a conscious thing Although maybe it was
1: No, it wasn't It was just very lucky that the thing that I like talking about Which is my parents Is the thing that he likes talking about Absolutely Yeah, And what the show is Uh, Do you remember how long that meeting was? Mm, I think about an hour Most of the meetings yeah. Most of the meetings I had were like 40 to an hour Yeah, that's pretty good
0: An hour with commercials (laughs) That's fair (laughs) Um all right and then you go on your way. Yep. Uh you go back to New York.
1: And then 2 weeks later. Okay. I get the phone
0: call. And that brings us back to where we are. Yep. So uh we talked about what you can expect and mm-hmm. you know I can, I could tell you about my experiences mm-hmm. and what I've learned from doing this podcast but really nothing can prepare you until you are there. Yeah. Uh and it it is that first day of school feeling. Yeah. So tell me so what time did you arrive?
1: Uh Who, actually- <laughs> Oh, the boy. first day... <laughs> no, I, nothing horrible, but the first day was so short. Like, I busted my ass to get out here. Sure. So hard. <laughs> uh, and the first day, we started at 10.30. A little leisure. A soft 10.30. A very soft uh-huh. 10.30. We went to lunch at <laughs> 12.30, like twelve fifteen, twelve thirty, at a Mexican restaurant, and then we go home. Sounds right. <laughs> and I was like whew, thank God I didn't miss this. <laughs> but, there's no, it was very important. Right. Because, like, he talked about his vision for the show in the upcoming season, yeah. uh, what worked, what didn't, you know... What specifically he was looking for. If I had missed that, I would have been totally screwed. Absolutely.
0: Um, do you know how big is? The, do you know how big the room is? And and more importantly, how many returned? How many were new writers?
1: Uh, I am currently the only new writer. I okay. think there are twelve of us on the text message chain. Um, but I think that also includes the uh, writer's assistant sure. and uh, script coordinator. Yeah, and his assistant. Okay. Oh, um, around. So nine, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but they will. He is planning to bring on two more people who are new to the show, but not new to television. Okay. So I'm going to be the stupid baby. Sure. <laughs> Which is great. That's that's fine.
0: So so tell me about you know I assume you all sat in the room before mm-hmm. going to lunch that day. Yeah. Um,
1: what was the room like? uh, everybody was just really wonderful and charming, yeah, um, and they just so welcoming, like everybody introduced themselves like it's a very nice and good looking room, so <laughs> it's kind of intimidating, but because they're so friendly, um what is the makeup of the room uh
0: men women let's
1: see there are currently three other women in the room um, and then also another one who has been on the show mm-hmm. just hasn't been in this week so okay. there will be four women including me, five this is five um, so five women and uh, let's see, those guys that guy, those two four or five men okay, then five men, yeah, um, six men and and
0: uh what is the uh, ethnic makeup?
1: Uh, I'm curious. Just me. Really? Is, yeah, I am the only.
0: You're the POC. Uh, yeah, I am the
1: POC. <laughs> That's interesting to hear. Uh, yes.
0: I think it's not unusual in network, yep. especially in network yeah. comedy, but obviously yeah. it's something to deal with. Um, but look, good, even more more good reasons for yep. you to be there. Yeah. Um,
1: but I will yeah. say, and I actually was kind of concerned. Coming into that, because it like at Sesame, that room is also not very diverse, sadly, really? um, and that has been something. Yeah,
0: uh, one of something we've talked about, and it's yeah. something I know that you've been upfront about yeah. with your manager and probably with yeah. your agents too.
1: Um, so that's that's real. It's a thing. Um, but I have been really impressed at uh, how much everybody else in the writer's room has brought up issues of diversity and just like with new characters being like, Oh, is this an opportunity where we can introduce a person of color? Mm -hmm. Um, so that I'm not always the one to have to bring that up.
0: Do you feel like it would be your responsibility otherwise?
1: Uh, it's something that I care about and it's something that just, other people don't necessarily have to think about. Sure. So if it isn't brought up, then I do definitely take it on.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Let's talk about this first week. Presumably the days got a little more normal.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Still pretty brief.
0: Yeah. Um, Lunch is
1: long, but that's also, it's part of it. It definitely feels like it's part of it. How so? Um, In just kind of finding a rhythm with a group of people. Like, even if we aren't breaking stories, we're still... Having the same funny conversations about our families, mm-hmm. getting to know each other, building up that rapport. Um, so if I weren't part of those lunchtime conversations, I definitely would feel like much more of an outsider. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Um, and you guys all eat lunch together in the room?
1: Uh, we have gone out or sure. um, broken off into like maybe two groups. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, and and. How much work has gotten done in this first week?
1: Uh some. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh
0: It's always a slow start. Yeah. For sure. I think that's not unusual.
1: Yeah, it definitely feels like everyone is kind of shaking the cobwebs out, is mm-hmm. that the expression? Sure. Um but yeah, kind of pitching a bunch of ideas for stories for the season, talking about what the general arc of the season is, uh and definitely what they want to see growth that they want to see from certain characters like there's a character that they thought they haven't really uh, nailed the comedic voice of that Mm -hmm. they really want to develop so a lot of talk about Mm -hmm. that Um, and also what was kind of interesting to me was um, talking about the actors themselves and writing to their strengths Mm -hmm. and also kind of what they want from their characters which When you're a writer at home in your own room is not ever something you have to deal with.
0: No. Um, I imagine it's not even something you have to deal with on Sesame. For Sesame, Sesame,
1: those characters are pretty well established. Yeah. Like, you know what Grover's going to (laughs) do. It's still amazing, but it's not exactly a surprise.
0: Um, So that's Uh, an interesting thing, an interesting part of the conversation. Yeah.
1: And also something that I'm going to have to work hard to catch up on because I don't have that background like I don't know uh, what Colin Hanks likes to do and what he's great at I mean some from watching the show yeah. um, he's super into
0: tower records what I, <laughs> I have saying. heard that <laughs> um, and that was my other question so I, I will say I'll put it in this way mm-hmm. um, when Ben and I got hired on Supernatural it was season seven mm-hmm. of that show and I had seen a few episodes here and there yeah but we suddenly had seven seasons, 22 episodes uh, a season to yeah. watch, or six seasons. Um, what was your familiarity with the show? Uh,
1: so I had crammed the first season in before meeting with them last year. Sure. And then crammed the second season in before meeting with Justin a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm familiar with it. I've also been going back and recramming season one in. Sure. Um, and reading, I reread the pilot before That's my great. interview, um, and I've gotten all the scripts from the script coordinator, and I'm slowly going through those again.
0: That's terrific. That's uh, yeah. really smart. Yeah. Um, why Why take that on?
1: Um, because you don't want to be the idiot that pitches something they've already done. Sure. And Absolutely. and actually, I've definitely had pitch ideas, but because I couldn't quite remember if it had been something they mm-hmm. had done, that I just kind of held back on. Mm-hmm. Um. But then also, some of the writers that have been there since the beginning uh, have pitched stuff that... Barbie has pitched stuff that was in the pilot, and her husband is the creator of the show. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, so now I'm not so worried about it. Yeah. Like, no, it's they going know to the happen. show, but yeah, you just... Yeah. You have your idea, and you're not scrolling through the Rolodex of episodes. Right.
0: And and they also turn through so much stories. Right. It's three stories in every show, yeah, four least. stories. Four stories. It's,
1: yeah, the sh- premise of the show is... Four independent stories mm-hmm. based around this one family in every episode. And they're not related stories right. necessarily. So it's, yeah, it's a lot of stories to keep track of.
0: And when when I talked to Justin here, um, I think he, he had described that the writing process was a writer would take... Just one of those stories, not necessarily an entire script. Right. Which I think is really interesting. Yeah. You're only responsible for like a seven page script. Yeah. And then he will ultimately put those together.
1: Which coming in from Sesame actually is a very nice soft landing for (laughs) me. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, I I know how to write short stories. Yeah, you know
0: how to tell a story in a brief period of time where someone who's been working in longer format may not. Right. I think that's really interesting. Um, Tell me about talking in the room. (laughs)
1: Uh yeah, also a very different skill set. Like yeah. it is you think when you're a writer you sit with your scripts and you just come up with all your funny ideas and you put them on the page, but the actual job of writing is so much more than that. Yeah. Um cuz everybody's just talking and throwing out ideas and that's really scary. Especially because I hate talking in class.
0: <laughs> that's the whole job. It's,
1: that is what the job is. Like, I would, in college, shake and panic before I had to say anything in class. Which is weird, because I am a great public speaker and do theater. Yeah, you're a like, performer. I am a performer.
0: Although you hide behind puppets. Absolutely, I hide behind puppets. <laughs> Did you bring a puppet to the room? Please don't bring a puppet Absolutely to the not. room. Absolutely <laughs> not,
1: no. And that's another thing. Like, they there's a puppet character on the show, so they're like, oh, we should do more puppet stuff. And I'm like, oh, please, no. (laughs) No, I do other... I write things for people now. I'm not just this. That's fair. But it is the thing that I can talk a lot about. Yeah,
0: But listen, it's a, it is a thing you can talk it the about. It is a thing I can talk about. With confidence yes. and with expertise. Yeah, But you can also talk about having a family, yes. <laughs> as everyone in that room can.
1: Yes, I have been raised among humans. Yeah. I know
0: <laughs> I know all their ways and customs. Uh, and you're just a regular human person. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so how did you get over this fear of talking you, in class in this first week? Or you did just, you?
1: Uh, it actually hasn't been too bad, um, but you just kind of have to jump in. But also, not jump in too much because then you're that asshole. Mm -hmm. Because I'm new, you don't want to say too much and it takes a while to get the rhythm. But yeah. um, So, yeah, I think the first day, you know, you just have like one or two comments that you hope aren't the stupidest. Mm
0: -hmm. What are you doing when you are not talking?
1: Uh, Listening very carefully. Mm -hmm. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially because you don't want to say the same thing somebody else just said. Like it is important to pay attention, Um, and the stuff also making sure that you're participating, or that I am participating in, just like the regular conversation, Mm -hmm. even if I'm not contributing to ideas all the time for the show. Just like, oh, I also saw that murder documentary, and I have so many thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean,
0: it is so much about being part of the group, right, right? and contributing in any way you can. And hopefully that makes you more comfortable later and makes them more comfortable with you.
1: Yeah, and I was very lucky. Uh, Barbie brought in a bunch of cheeses from her Cheese of the Month Club, and one of them happened. It's so hard
0: being a TV writer,
1: (laughs) Oh, all this tiny Twix bar eating and cheese (laughs) platters. Oh, we'll talk
0: about snacks in a minute. (laughs) It's
1: so good. Um, but yeah, one of the cheeses she brought in was this Norwegian sweet cheese that I am especially fond of, and, <laughs> and one of the few people in America who can pronounce the name of it. What's it called? Uh Ye-tost. Oh, thanks. Or at least that is how I believe it is pronounced. Jeez. But uh, Second guess who knows? Who else knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that was just this amazing coincidence where I got to talk a lot about <laughs> cheese and my experience in Norway. That's great. Yeah,
0: I mean that. Was, yeah. the social aspect yeah. of it is so much very of important. Being in the room, um, and and you did eventually find ways to pitch.
1: Yep. Yeah, and by Friday, uh, I was telling stories about sexting. So I was like, let's try it. This is we're ready for this now, right? Great. Okay. All in? Yep. Great. <laughs> Five days of each other. Yep.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And I will say just just to sort of wrap up this this aspect of it mm-hmm. You know, we talk a lot about reading the room, yeah. and and that's the way to find mm. where to talk, and that's very difficult for some people. But knowing you, yeah. like I know you are able to do that. You have Eventually. a capacity. Well, but you know how to read a room. Yeah, and it may you you may still be worried about speaking mm. up, but at least you're aware of of the right. dynamics right. And, and how people are being perceived. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, and that's something that that's very hard to teach.
1: Mm. Yeah, and. My second day, actually, I got really shy, weirdly. Like, really? the first day, I did much better, you know? It was all adrenaline. Yep. <laughs> and then, second day, I said, next to nothing, mm-hmm. and felt real stupid. So, I even, on my way out, I apologized. I was like, I'm sorry, I have no idea why I was so shy today. Um, and... Justin said, "You know, don't worry. Nobody expects you to come in and own the room immediately." Yeah. And that was just, I thought, a very sweet and wonderful yeah. thing to say. Absolutely. Um, and it definitely took the pressure off. Like Good. everybody understands that I'm the new person, and they know that I don't have experience in mm-hmm. a room. Um, so yeah. they've all you're new been,
0: here, and you're new yeah. to this experience, this sort of experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, that's great. I mean, it sounds like you wound up in a perfect I position. I could
1: not have been luckier than to end up on this yeah. show.
0: Uh, what are your concerns going forward?
1: Um, basically, I don't know what this job is.
0: You're doing it.
1: I'm doing it. I'm doing this part of it. But, you know, they're talking about, oh, when we go into production, like, I don't know what my responsibilities are once we actually get into set. I don't know what the pace of the show is Mm going to be um, in terms of production. Like, right now our days are so easy. Right. Like, I just have no idea. And you have Justin there all day. Yeah, yeah. Which we won't. Which we won't. Um, Yeah, like, I don't know what I'm going to have to do on set. Um, I have no idea, really, what anything. I I don't know what life is going to look like for the next year.
0: What are you feeling confident about going forward?
1: Um. I actually feel like I know the show well and all the ideas that I was too shy to pitch somebody else pitched later. Mm-hmm. So I felt That's like I've got a handle yeah. on it yeah. which feels really nice. That's
0: great. Yeah. Do you have concerns about actual writing of the script?
1: Uh am I going to sound like an asshole if I say no? No. Like I think Not at all. I think I'm kind of comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And certainly, I'm sure my soul will be broken throughout the process um, because that is the job.
0: Yeah. Is but again, you're, you're in such a good situation, not just with the room, but yeah. with the showrunner who understands not just your position there, yeah. but his position there. Right. And how to work with everybody, yeah. and how to make everyone succeed. Like, he... I think Justin, and there aren't enough showrunners who think this way. Although uh-huh. that's really changing, understands what to do with his room and right. why he needs his yeah. room, yeah, uh, and can and can kind of sort of help bring his room to the right. level that he needs.
1: Right, and he's been very clear about his expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. And also, when he was talking about things that didn't work, he was very explicit in saying and taking responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, yeah, I could not be luckier.
0: That's really terrific. Yeah. Um, so, what is next? So, do you know when you guys start production?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Probably in July.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: <laughs> I would guess. June, end of June and, or July. And
1: I know, I'm pretty sure we start shooting end of September.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, So, September. Okay. Yeah.
1: I think. But no. Oh, and yeah. Uh, Someone else also your found out. And I don't want to ask too many questions because I don't want to be like, hey, I just got here. When do we have off? Sure. I've got stuff to do.
0: <laughs> what is, do you know what your next step is going to be? Uh, presumably, it's going to be a script. Yeah. Do you know or outlines, I suppose. Right. Do you know when that's coming yet?
1: Uh, pretty soon. I think pretty soon we'll be breaking these down into outlines. Okay. And from what I understand, um, he'll be breaking us into smaller groups To break out the story beats for the ideas that he likes. Because, like, right now it's just been kind of everybody throws all their ideas out. Um, So, once once Justin starts to
0: zero in in on which stories they're actually going to tell, then he'll break you into groups and he'll sort of uh, formulate those stories a little more strongly. Um, I feel like once you get your first script assignment, that would be a good time to talk about it. To check back in? Yeah. Either before you write it or after. (laughs) Either way. (laughs) But this is great. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I'm so excited for you. Uh, Well deserved. You're going to do great. Not just because this is a great situation, but you will rise to the occasion, I have no doubt. Thank you very much. It's been wonderful. Good. We'll check in uh, in a few months.
1: Awesome. Now leaving nerdist.com.